0: that Jaden wants me to use uh and i I didn't want to have to hold anything so i'm like you know feeling conflicted but Mm -hmm. i'm gonna support Jaden's vision and i'll do it you're you're feeling a little bogged down and yeah you you might actually you know score the win here with the tech i don't know i'm i'm guessing as i go i have no no idea doing it right well i want to say welcome to our patreon members uh this podcast episode will not only be available on audio for our Spotify and Apple and Buzzsprout followers, it is going to be available as extended content for our patreon members so that's right if you're a patron of ours uh we're going to be doing a series of these zoom sessions with our extended video content and it's where you can for, see our, our office which i have to admit that i uh, it was quite messy about 40 minutes ago and I just put everything in the hallway. Sis, I love that. We're very good about plop and drop. That's we part. are such plop and droppers. Uh but you know that's how creatives roll and you know, wow. Well, well one day we're, I'll por- get we're coordinating it. so much and I had to move my uh new studio into my master bedroom, which I'm actually kind of loving and you know, it is a nice space, so that's I'm digging it. Uh, Because my studio space downstairs and my floral studio outside are all in uh, construction mode because we're doing this uh, pool project and there's just things happening at the Dawson Casa. So uh, once again, if you're on Patreon, you'll get some behind the scenes that Jaden's covering uh, and you guys will get glimpses into my personal home, which I really don't show too often. I don't think so. I mean, I've shown a little bit of mine, but I think we've been pretty private over the years of doing most of our things. We definitely haven't executed half the ideas we have. No, and we have so many. And Samantha's house is so dreamy. She has so many French doors. Oh it's my gosh. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we need a fresh paint job, but you know. Hey, what? but sis, what are we talking about today? Okay, so we had to. Uh, uh, okay, Jordan Peele. Yes. The movie Nope. Third film. Third film. People kind of get confused that he did Candyman, but I think he helped with that or something. Maybe he was like a producer or executive um, producer. I could not wait to see this movie. I don't know if people have had the same enthusiasm or not, but I'm a huge, I mean, Us, Get Out, I was just Oh, we loved Get Out. Amazing. Well, and, and our boy Daniel was nominated as an actor for that film. And I thought he actually might win it. And uh, lo and behold, he did not win it for Get Out. But he won it for Judas uh, the Messiah, I think is the proper title. But brilliant actor. Right. So to see him back on the big screen and for something so uh, sci-fi-ish. Um, and that he's, you know, returning to the Peel family once again. I mean, I think they're going to be a dynamic duo. You know, it's kind of like when you think of, is it Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio or Quentin Tarantino? Yeah, and, and Burton. His, yeah, they're just a dynamic duo. And why not? I mean... It it was magnificent. I mean, and Daniel Kaluuya—how do you say it? Uh, yeah, I think you're Kaluuya. Right. Um, Us he, in our cocktails want to say, you know, the whole like <laughs> Kaluuya. <Kalua. laughs> no, but he, you know, I loved him in Black Panther. You he know, was um, Black Judas Panther. and the Black Messiah. You're right. That's where he got his, you know, Oscar win. And that movie was incredible. I hope people go see it. If you have not seen him before the movie, nope check out yeah. his IMDB because he's phenomenal. He's amazing. But, okay, so those that don't know, quick synopsis of Nope. Okay, by the way, spoilers. So, yes. Alert, like, alert, alert, not, alert, yes, spoilers. spoilers alert because there's no way to talk about this film without talking about what happens in the film. And right. yes, it's a, okay. I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you. When we <laughs> were younger, we loved the movie Aliens. And We did. And we like sci-fi. Sigourney Weaver. Yes. And I, you know, and I love any adventure film, period. But, nope for me, uh, as Khalifas, right? Cali, How does Padre say it? Yeah. I I mean, it was, if you're a Cali person, it, come on, how many times have you passed the aqueduct? you know, dolce, you know. Off the five, yeah, uh, you had Hollywood. Yes. We have Black Cowboys, which, by the way, if you are not following Compton Urban cowboys, cowboys, Compton Cowboys, no, yep. I'm specifically saying Compton Cowboys. cowboys. Yeah, they're amazing. Uh, they are really cool, uh, and just fun to see what they're doing. And it, I just felt like, and then, oh my gosh. Here comes Glenn from The Walking Dead. I mean <laughs> yeah. Whoop whoop reprise. Yeah, Steven Ewan. I I love him. By the way, I do want his red suit that he has. I mean, oh. that jacket was like oh, balsam so with the UFO and, on the back yes. and then, like the you know, rhinestone cowboy-esque, you know. Right. I just loved it. And then you have Kiki Palmer, who I could not place for the life of me. I knew I've seen her in other things. I I know I love her. Um, but she was in. Scream Queens, and I'm like, okay, that's where I remember her from. So she's she did so great in that her charisma. Um, the brother and sister duo, of course, I love Apparently, that she I didn't watch the documentary on our you know. Uh, TLC, that was a band of ours that we followed, you know, Rap Trio yeah. from the 90s, Crazy Sexy Cool, one of the best albums ever, uh, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls, you know, that mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, there's just so many of them, Creep and everything. But she actually played, you know, one of the um, members of that group. Oh, uh, I had a documentary. That either, so. so I just did that. And I didn't know that. So now I'm going to have to like hunt this down and like actually. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it too. Okay, so tell me. First, did you like it? Okay, I did. I like, want to see it again. Okay, but I wasn't some sure what we kind of talked about it, I thought well, to myself, not well, gonna like you the- like it? felt a little disturbed, you know, and I am kind of on this whole plane of, you know, unidentified or universal alpha predator. That's the also term for UAP. So, like, I was kind of stunned by that whole concept, I Honestly, I think there was a part of me that might have been like a little shook, shooketh when I came out of the theater. I wasn't sure how how I vibed it. But let me back up just really quickly because you're talking about the the actors and one actor that I was pleasantly surprised to see on the screen is our boy from the Crow and the Count of Monte Cristo and his name is Michael Wincott and... I, when he came on as that director <laughs> he, of film I, person, I was like, like, oh my God, I know this God guy. God, Cristo. Oh my God, he's like the yeah. jailer, you know. He's always a bad the guy. The warden. He he's is. He's always a bad guy. And, but let's also give a shout out to Brandon Perea. Yes. Hello. Okay. My husband... Being part Filipino, and then mm-hmm. of course, he's also Latino, so like that's that was just amazing. Um, yeah, he and he's so good. thankful and grateful if you guys aren't following oh, him on gosh, social media. I love just his personality, you know, as he exudes it on social media and in the movie. I thought he was just a perfect addition to kind of roll out what was happening to them. And ha- I mean, you need the tech person, we needed that comic relief too for yes. sure. Yeah sure, cuz there was moments in that film where it was definitely intense for me. So yeah, Did I think he, he had a Dungeon you know, and Dragons podcast or something. I don't know, I don't remember, <laughs> but he you know, he worked at Fries, which by the way, you know, is long gone Burbank. So that was uh our fries here in Costa Mesa area also I had closed and it was more of a medieval theme. So I don't remember anything. See, awesome and I like think when UFO I went into Fry's, I was so focused. I didn't Burbank. even realize it was a themey type of thing. So I kind of regret that now. Well, and it's really a kind of a bygone, you know, thing for a lot of couple generations that grew up going to Fry's rather than say Best Buy or what have you. Well, and um, our um, good pal, Jordan Monsell, he has mm-hmm. a wonderful TikTok. He's like at Pumpkin King 79, I think, on TikTok. And we'll try to include that in our description because he actually shows, you know, uh, a very cool little bit of vid about the fries uh, yes. in Burbank where they actually filmed. So that was really right. cool. Okay. So you, so you like the film. That's what I, I did heard. like the film. I don't know I, that I liked it as much as us. Us is, was really powerful for me. And I really liked that film. Um, I Once again, I feel like I want to go see the film again to really have it like set, you know, and settle. Um, But man, you can't deny the talent. You cannot deny Jordan's talent for grabbing a story and making you just question some things. I mean. Well, what were some of the themes that you got out of it? Or what was the the main or what was the main theme for you? I'm telling you this Alpha Predator crazy like you know it's one thing to think about aliens and internet dimensional beings and then there's a whole nother thing to think like oh damn this is like a predator predator versus alien kind of thing right because like, everybody wants to, to think like to oh, hunt. It's, e- it's et and we're gonna ride bikes together and sail across the moon i mean that's just not gonna happen in this this movie and that's what i appreciated about jordan peele's concept um is that he took horror to me and the suspense to okay. a whole new level. People keep saying spectacle, spectacle, and I, I'm telling you, I, th- there was a few things I saw in this film. I think okay? I need to talk to my boss, boss, uh, Pastor Mike, about the spectacle part in the Bible. I need to like wrap my mind around that connection because yeah, I I'm also watched that little that YouTube wasn't vid there part of it. Yeah, yeah, because um, that's what made it exciting as well. But this, you know, initially because when we walked out the theater, I'm like, okay. You know, you're kind of left a little stunned. I was left a little okay, bit stunned. That's a great okay, word. I can get back to And that. I went with Sophia and my... Uh, so my daughter Sophia, most of you guys know. Um, and then my horror bestie, Allie. And so it was the three of us. And we've been kind of having a horror movie night thing uh, at my house. Where we just watched Insidious 1 and Insidious 2. Like a okay, few I weeks apart. That. I love yeah. Insidious. Yeah. And days. then... Uh, but anyway, so we wanted to go to the theater to see this. And for me, at first I saw... Okay... All the nostalgia for me is like, okay, Hollywood, you know, obviously the desert area. California is a desert, guys. It's not, yes. you know, people <laughs> think just about our beaches. But it's actually mostly. Unless you live in the mountains. Yeah, um, a desert. And so I just saw this as the brother and sister, first of all, I don't want to say competitive. But one, um, you know, is obviously very introverted. The other one is very extroverted and obviously very much on their uh it's about me kind of thing right not always showing up on time and I thought that was just a real sibling situation especially after their parent had died and then trying to keep this family business going there was a lot of entrepreneurial stuff in this movie right right I think you froze on me girl and your eyes like (laughs) half you froze on me too (laughs) Let's hope it sorts itself out. You frozen? Um, I don't know if I'm frozen in a funky face, but you should see. I should take a picture of your face right your now. Your face is it's like. It's so it gonna on? come. Oh, it came online. Missed it. Or like see, you're or yelling, yelling at, at something. <laughs> yeah, let's hope this uh, sorts so, it out. There you go. You're coming back, sis. Yeah. Okay. Where did so you froze and I froze? So what did you okay. hear last? So I want to just kind of. Uh, Go back just a couple steps because you are definitely saying loud and clear, horror film. Yes. Okay. So, in my minimal research, like this afternoon after work, um, I read two words. Horror, thriller. Thriller, horror. Yes. Thriller or horror. And I did find it suspenseful. Mm -hmm. And at some points graphic of course so I'm kind of leaning for myself I think more into the horror thriller um, realm for this film yeah I mean it's definitely a horror film and I, I feel like the suspense part is what also made it horrific for me because you did not know what was going on you think it's just your normal alien situation spaceship hanging out and this thing turns out to be a people eater (laughs) <laughs> right. Well, and it, it was interesting some of the nostalgic things that they were kind of pulling from, you know, um, when the thing is eating the people and the blood's coming down on the house, you know, that has to I be from was... Amityville to The Shining to um, Carrie. Okay. There's a, another film. I mean,. But outside the think? situation with the monkey going mad being oh triggered, my God. that was hugely I, disturbing for I'm me. I'm telling you, I this movie was not I was as graphic. Not comfortable. What played on you was your own imagination. If you really, when you watch the film again, which I have not, I would love to hear. It, you know, it suggested. Okay, of course, we are seeing the blood on the house. We are seeing splatters of blood when the monkey gets triggered by a popping balloon and you're seeing the blood splatters. But you're not really seeing the victim. But you can kind of hear it, too, and that's the thing. Like you can hear it, so then it's like being at the dentist, right? If you put on your, you know, music in your ears and you're not listening to the drill— in your mouth then you're not visualizing exactly what's happening or it's your mat you know you can kind of block out the imagination but in this setting in IMAX by the way which I guess was the first time horror film has ever been filmed in an IMAX format which is also I guess pivotal I I mean I'm gonna go ahead and say that I'm seeing at least a nomination in the Oscar realm for sound editing 100% and uh possibly cinematata. you know Cinematography, yeah. yes, whatever that category is, because uh, that has never been done before, and I felt like that just added to the more suspense. But really, it's your imagination of not knowing what's happening, and but then this is very common, the mind I think, trick because well, you're trying to piece together what does the monkey have to do with this alien thing? Oh, I think it comes down to natural. Um, your natural gravitation like what are you naturally going to to do and for me I'm thinking I mean this is very common in films even if you take a film like Bambi you don't see the mama deer getting shot by the hunter but you hear it you know that it happens and then Bambi's an orphan uh more for me I think what was disturbing is that if you are a fan of things like Animal Planet and you've okay so my husband, Eric, is very into evolution, science, um, anything that has to do with like monkeys, cavemen, um, you know, going into dinosaurs, all of that stuff. I well, mean, he we watch a Darwin, lot of, but also is God-fearing. Quite yes, he's, he's a very interesting person. Um, but that being said, it's like we have watched things that talk about apes and how destructive they can be to humans. Like if they are in attack mode, they can they they usually go after the male, and they will like take their goods, dude, and like rip them off their body. So like when that was happening, I was having all these flashbacks to all these damn shows Eric has had me watch over the years. And, and you guys I, have been together a really long, and, time, and I was so kind of that's like, a lot of like, oh, this is you know. So I definitely felt like it was effective um, in in shaking you up and making you feel disturbed. Like that is. Just the word that I felt. I felt like disturbed. And then you think about all the Hollywood sensation. And how in that way. It's a bit of a horror. Thing too. Because Hollywood sometimes pushes it too far. And when you're bringing these animals. Onto set. And this is not their natural environment. Like it's a bit abusive. So can you. Even in the beginning right. He's literally saying. Please Listen to the safety instructions. You're just ignoring him basically until his sister comes and quickly explains everything. Yeah, so we're like and the then idiots. they spooked that we're the idiots. Mm-hmm. And people think we're the smartest people. But the human error always is that we think we know everything. And so we don't make time for what we don't know or what to we think down, is too boring to know. So. Mm. I really feel like you and I may have actually gotten one of the valid points in this movie, which was the predator animals. There are predators. And, you know, we don't always win out as humans against a stronger. Force. I can't say mammal or, you know, force. No, yeah. But, and, okay. And to that point, sis, this is what I'm going to say about. Nope. I think where it was uh, where it rattled my cage, if you will, is, of course, You and I believe the universe is big and we believe there are things out there. Now, here's a coasty reference. If you've been out on the open sea, I'm telling you, you see some things. Okay. Uh, that being said, you know, we are not alone. So to think that we could have these alien creatures potentially, um, obviously with high tech and all those things that they say actually want to hurt us and eat us and actually not even get a chance to know us and just go right in for the kill it, it felt it was effective that story theme was effective because you think about how humans are and we have our big game hunters unfortunately they're going there not necessarily to eat you know like in the day, when you hunted, you ate, you know, our Native American yeah, ancestors. Um, they're looking at it as a trophy. And, and this guy, so was he really eating to sustain himself? I say he, but who knows? They're probably not he or she. Um, just organic being. But also, though, that actually, so, okay. I, I did listen to a couple other podcasts, if I Oh, may, good. Do tell. I just, I wanted to say, because, um, you know, I, I didn't, I, I felt like, I just wanted either to be... Validated in what my thought process was And or you know kind of Have like or understand Yeah or maybe I didn't understand exactly So I want to give a shout out to the Flick chicks Allison Dodge and Jane Moore episode 125 They really go into depth now, you might not like, like, fast forward the first 15, 20 minutes. They do have a lot of back and forth, which we can relate to. We have a lot of back and forth. Sure. Um, but they actually talk, you know, a lot of more political tones and things that are important and are going on. So, um, but once they get to actually talking to them about the movie, nope. I was like, damn. Like, these they Okay, these so ladies. tell me where I should fast forward to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just mean, just, I think, I don't know. It was like 15, 20 minutes. But I, I, v- How can I say? I valued what they said the most. Okay. Then, I mean, the first one I tried to listen to was called "Sanity at the Movies." Have you ever heard that one? No. Okay. Sorry. So, so I want to give everybody a fair chance because you know we're equal. You know, people, we're not haters here. But um, as this, he started talking about. He's like, "Oh, nope, I didn't like it," and I was like, "Oh wow, why didn't he like it?" it Did he give it a chance? Listen, the dude did I even saw Get Out. Okay, so I don't even think he's, like, a Jordan Peele fan in general. So I don't know how you can be, like, a movie critic without having seen <laughs> at least um, Get especially Out. Especially since he's, like, okay. one of the new upcoming, so, like, superstars of horror. What right. The but then, listen, so then I'm reading the description or go to the website, whatever, and it turns out there's, like, very Christian-based guys So he's not even trying to movies. believe in aliens. So in I... Yeah, so I'm not sure that he was a valid opinion. Okay, and then I want you guys to listen to. I mean, if you've seen Nope and you want to just have a total deep dive deeper than what Ronnie and I can, you know, go to in this podcast here, um, NBD the next best picture podcast. They have like eight people chiming in, you know, and they really, yeah, they have, yeah, next best picture. Okay, and I, yeah, and I'm gonna tell you. They had a lot of interesting episodes uh, that I would want to check out based on other movies and films and things that they think are going to get nominated or what have you. But okay, uh, I love that because you know if you if you've been a longtime listener of our show or used to watch any of our vlogs when we used to do that a long uh-huh. time ago, you know that we were all about the Oscar parties and oh yes, we yeah, love a we good Oscar it. party and we love just yeah celebrating creativity and in the industry in a sense. So. And so they had, you know, some really, they rated this movie, I think the highest it got was maybe eight, maybe seven, I don't know. But but they found valid points, but things that, because they were obviously really breaking down, they were like talking about story flaws and construction and, you know, different I mean, they took it Sometimes to a whole new level. Sometimes we need to level. just go to the movies to go to the movies. But it's here's, escapism, people. Thank you. It's entertainment. And that's the most thing I felt like, I haven't been entertained like that in a really long time and so i'm gonna stick with the new york times that said hell yes they go see this movie yeah um okay and now on that point betty who's also a horror fanatic in our house she was yeah. like we're not gonna go see black phone and i said oh my gosh so good you can actually okay. buy it on demand oh no i don't have that anymore i think we got rid of our cable <laughs> The point I'm trying to make is I said no. I'm about supporting Jordan Peele this weekend. So I only have time to go see one film and that's why we went to see him. I think it, you made the I am best all choice about him. Mm-hmm. I think I you made the best choice cuz I've seen both the movies. Honestly, the Black Phone you can watch at home and it's not going to affect where even Jordan though I'm, Peele I'm happy about Ethan Hawke having, you know, like oh, this of insurgence course. of Between the Northmen now and but you know, what I him don't said, know why him, I don't s- know why him and Uma didn't work out. I love well. Uma, he said but, you know. it did. Ex- he said it exactly because two people can't be in the driver's seat. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. he did not like being in the hotel room with. Robin well, she's getting all her acclaimed for Kill Bill Maya Hawk. Yeah, well, she, yeah, she's on set for eighteen hours a day. So, um, so just something like that, which you know is very relatable in marriages. So, to your point, though, or what you're saying about tell Betty Lou. The black phone, you will enjoy it very much at home on your TV where, because this one was done on IMAX, worth seeing in the real theater. You're saying nope. Yes. Okay. Nope. Because I'm going to say this. The scale of the object Mm -hmm. and... I, I all about scale I think you must see it in the theater I, I didn't think to see it in IMAX I don't think that that registered to me I didn't um, see it in IMAX we saw it in XD but I'm just saying because they filmed it with the IMAX technology or what have you
1: that's oh why it
0: makes it better for the th- it's good to see it in the theater okay so while we're on that point and let's hit on some Kiki Palmer mm-hmm. uh, shall we talk about our drink of choice yes! for this evening straight bourbon Mine's on the rocks. Um, What did you choose? Are you doing Irish or? Um, Actually, so did she choose bourbon in the film or? I didn't actually double check it. I just remember when she's dancing with her. I thought it was whiskey, so I didn't open up my bourbon. I decided anything whiskey and bourbon is the same family. It's the same family, but bourbon is specific, uh, and to and me, it's cousins. a little more higher end. So I like I like the bourbons over whiskey. But I did pour myself whiskey, and by the way, this is a shout out to Hoops Craft Boutique, who for season two made us. And this girl, if you drink all that whiskey, whiskey, I'm not that is a, all this whiskey. That girl, is like, like a four finger pour over really there. there. <laughs> you be asleep. <laughs> well, I actually brought cheers, the bottle. Sis. Oh, cheers! Yes, cheers to Jordan Peele. So, Jordan, peel. Now, you know, the thing is, is I decided to not put ice in mine. I try to keep it, like, that whiskey neat Mm -hmm. um, just for presentation. No, that will knock me out. I won't wake up tomorrow to do all my things. um, I actually cracked open my four roses. Oh, good. I didn't think to bring my bottle barrel. And if we want to talk about little differences here, I can just do a quick little rundown. Okay, so... Um, that would be great because you have your single four, barrel. So Four Roses, their they're lowest priced uh, mixture of all 10 barrel mix is like less than $20. Okay. Um, this one you can drink straight or on the rocks is around $38, $40. Okay. Single barrel is age 7 to 9 years and it's 100 proof. Okay. High rye, hand picked. And then you get up to the small batch, which is four unique uh, barrels, 90 proof. It's around $36. Then you have the small batch select. Six unique bourbons from their 10 barrels and 104 proof. And that's their top shelf at $99. But this one that I have is rated very high from liquor.com. Tony Sachs article from March 11th this year. Says four roses single barrel bourbon is surprisingly affordable and delicious. Despite being one of the most affordable single barrels on the market, it's also one of the best. And I agree. And shout out to I think it was Sam at Casa Vega. That told us about Four yes. Roses. He was all about Four Roses. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm totally and down. And I need to add that to my personal collection. So far, we've really been only drinking it when we've been traveling. And then also at Casa Vega, of course. And then at Samantha's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I hadn't purchased about it I think like we were it. drinking margaritas at Casa Vega. But he was like, if you like a bourbon, just go get this one. And I, it doesn't disappoint. And you were going to just let us know for everybody that Neat is basically no ice uh a whiskey neat is you go up to the bartender and you say i want a whiskey neat you can pick whatever whiskey they have there uh take your choice for me tonight i mean basically the neat means you're not adding ice to it you're not adding anything to it it's just the whiskey um similar to this, even though this is not a whiskey glass guys this is a wine glass um I want to say this, though. Mine tonight is Gentleman's Jack. And if you guys watched our season one, we actually made some whiskey sours with uh, Gentleman's Jack. uh, Similar story there. And uh, if you're wondering about Gentleman's Jack, it is uh, by Jack Daniels. Here is the little uh, description. Gentleman Jack is a premium version of Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey. The main difference is that it enjoys a double mellowing as it's filtered through charcoal, both before being filled into the barrel and once again, before it's bottled uh this is the lincoln county process so there's a little bit of backstory on gentleman's jack and the first time i actually ever heard of this whiskey we were at murals during our 40th birthday you and i were sitting there and they were having some big convention and some big wig vps presidents of companies come in there and this guy's like i'll take the gentleman jack and i was like oh what's that yeah (laughs) so that's the first time i had ever heard about it so so gentleman's jack part of jack daniels Part of the Jack Daniels family. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Yeah, so, so cheers I to love us. that. So cheers to us! And mine, I um, my husband got for one of his Christmas gifts from the family, uh, the sphere molds. And so I just love using any any excuse I could throw a sphere in there. Hey, I I'm got my diamonds. It. I should have made and one of those rocks. Absolutely. Hey, get, yeah, make make it for next time. And uh, so we keep a couple in the freezer. So we're really good about refilling it, like ice cube trays, right? You well, and I it love it that at your it. house because you know. It's, for those of you who might not know, Samantha actually is a certified bartender. And so she's always had a nice uh, library of cocktail um, choices. <laughs> yeah. And so when you go to her house, you know, there's always going to be something. We you can make in. almost anything. even if anything. you do it straight. We can make, oh yeah, at your house, we can make almost anything. I have a lot of liquor. Um, what I don't have is sometimes all the mixers. Or the syrups that Samantha can make out of the top of her head. Like, that's just like, amazing. <laughs> um, and Yeah, beverages. thank you very much. But also, I'm going to say because I don't have air conditioning, it's been a little humid over where I live. And so it's just nice to have anything. Oh, over that's why I put my hair up. It was down earlier oh, today. Yeah. If, and our Patreon members, I was like, see, you know, my hair is totally up right now. Patreon members, you get getting the real deal over here. You this is what real we deal. look we like. I didn't get too dressed up, but they. I did freshen up, I won't lie, but I have no eye makeup on outside my eyebrows because hey, I don't want to scare great. people. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens, you know, when we're plucking them thin in the 90s and then now we're I like. I know, but we didn't know. have full eyebrows. We have no, naturally we never thin, had. Thin, we thin eyebrows. eyebrows. Yes, yes, that's, true. I, that's So, true. come on okay so the one youtube video that i did watch outside of re-watching the official trailer of nope um and this, this guy's a favorite in our household jeremy johns do you and paxton or sophia watch him at all check I'm him out sure if you, you if guys you are really good about the watching youtube which well, now that we, we got, got rid of our who's a film major so you know he puts yeah. them all on so i feel like Send me the link or make a playlist. I will totally send because you because that And, would, be and so great. I'll put it in the Patreon post too, so people can check it out. Yeah, because um, here's the thing: he actually watched the film in a theater full of people, and he actually had people getting so riled up about certain scenes that they were yelling at the screen: "Nope, get out." <laughs> <laughs> like yelling okay. back the jordan Peele movies to make their point <laughs> so what's funny about that is that so one of the um next best picture uh person review they were saying like i was sitting there and there was jokes i got that that i was chuckling at and nobody else in the theater was laughing and that's how i felt and so i don't know if that was also part of the youtube that you watched because i'm like chuckling to myself and you know, seemed yeah. like Allie was quiet or whatever, and I don't know if that's just because I'm more familiar with Jordan Peele, or I don't know yeah. what what it we was. We have become just, fans, and and the, and the thing is, is um, you know, I and remember every time when the kids were playing him and uh, in the and in his pal on the vines, or when the vines were yes, popular, yes, yes, and then all of a sudden they had a commercial, and then all of a sudden they're in these shows, and I'm like, wow, these guys really blew up, and then now Jordan's like making his. You are talking about Jordan and Keen? And- Right. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, yeah they're so funny. They, because he's actually a, but hey, I've heard it before. Comedians have very dark sides. Oh, sure. Usually, that's why they become so funny. So yeah. you know, Jordan no, that's has that. Very, that's very real. And if you have somebody who's very funny in your family, uh, you probably can relate to that. The dark you know, there's humor. Really two sides. Not just dark humor, but you know, they they have some dark moments. Like they mm-hmm. can get depressed very easily. It's like you know, I hate to you know, um. Bridget like this, but you know Robin Williams, Mm -hmm. brilliant comedian, brilliant dramatic actor. Um, It's because they can tap into those two two very different sides of their personality, and most times it's because they are bipolar. But what I things, but I think also what I heard you say was that uh, the. Every time they said nope in the film, I was dying. <laughs> I was dying. And then um, I don't know if it was Sophia and or also one of the po- podcasts that I was listening to. But it was like not of um, planet, Earth. planet Earth. Yeah. Mm. So nope. So we don't know because obviously when you hear them say no, I mean, nope. Uh, nope. nope. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought Daniel did that so good he was brilliant and a lot of the thing they say to focus in on nope 2 was the eyes jordan's got this yes. thing about eyes and and of course i think that that was very obvious in get out very very obvious i think that was uh, obvious and then you see that too in in us you know when you know um even in get out when he's sitting there frozen in oh, fear oh that was everything i mean my god that was such a, scene. I mean, gosh, that was that such a powerful scene incredible and mm-hmm. so uh yeah, I mean, come on. This it's so good. So, also, I wanted to just mention so we just go back, backtrack real quickly. Um, It's just that we cannot train. So, the reason Stephen Yoon's character, you know, you say, what I, well, Daniel's character, OJ, he is like, this is a predator. Do not look at it. Do not Don't look, look in the do eyes. Do not channel, look in the eye. Yeah. yeah, speaking of looking, do not challenge this because that's when he's going out. He's territorial. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine an alien coming down here that size? Okay, first of all, I did love that it looked like a manta ray or something. Aquatic. <laughs> I, like, totally I, just, had, I I was having jellyfish new, thing. I, was, I mean, all of it. I was, I was like, like, yes, it's like, oh, you know, organic creature from the I ocean. I was totally thinking that. Totally. Between the, the manta rays and octopus when it like blows up into that beautiful balloon shape. And it's just like, oh. you know, and this is a thing, you know. Sometimes these creatures in the deep sea are very captivating and mesmerizing. And then they're going to bite your ass. (laughs) They're going to eat you. (laughs) Right. But it's like, that's the thing. And then Steven Yeun's character decides that he's going to... So he didn't learn from his childhood trauma. He tried to capitalize on that, you know, situation. He was selling special tickets and entry into that private room that private room off his office that had things left over from that stage that that the murders happened by the you know gorilla monkey and um and you guys look don't hate on monkeys i mean this uh monkey was probably captured uh i'm going to guess you know from the jungle Earth. and you know gunshots or anything that sounds like it is a trigger Right. Because of poachers. And so when the balloon pops during a happy birthday, that's what happens. A happy birthday seg um, episode that they're filming. The monkey goes Richter. Yeah. I, and and I'm not so well versed on the breaking down of the species versus like ape versus orangutan and like all of these things. But mm-hmm. um, it just seemingly doesn't. I mean, I I don't know. Anytime you have... Underestimate in, in their, like their strength, Don't underestimate, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Even look at those guys, uh, which was mentioned in one of the, uh, I think the Flick Chicks podcast. Sing- Singfred and Roy, was that the Oh, yeah. Las Vegas. The ones in Las Vegas attacked. with the Tigers. Yeah. yeah. What I did love that Jordan Peel did was include, and I... Should have looked up her name. I didn't, but that the lady that actually did survive um, an attack from an a, you know a gorilla or something, and she was actually in the movie Nope as, and it's in the trailer, so I'm not totally giving it away. But I thought awesome. It was an ode him. to her. Yeah, I thought right? that was cool. That mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that was really cool to include her somehow in that. Right. Um, no, uh, he he definitely has some sentiment, and I think he definitely has layers of emotion and. Um, whether it be a happy emotion, joyful, scared, you know. How ex- how when we talk about the, the thrilling, thrilling part. How ex I mean it was so exciting. I mean, I was, I'm like just riveted like are they going to make it? They try and set like a home alone trap. Okay, for let this, me tell you know. one of the most memorable scenes. We did warn you guys there was going to be spoilers. When that TMZ dude Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, and I was like, you deserved it, like, dude. Oh you deserved it. They tried to tell you to leave, and you just had to try and, and stay it, for the shot. And then the brilliance that he's riding an electronic bicycle. <laughs> like, it was just, it was brilliant. It wasn't yeah. like a Ducati with gas or diesel. Yeah, it's it. just. So there were so many great moments. And again, I think you're right. Like, to see this film again would be worth it. Um, I definitely want to have just the Jordan Pill box set in my house. Yes, <laughs> they get that. Uh, because like Sophia said, like it's. I still need to get me those those uh gold scissors from us. There's a there was a lapel pin that you could get. And one of oh. the Derby moms had it some years ago, and I was like, dude, that's tight. Oh, I'm that's your style. So but I haven't fantastic. seen it. <laughs> I haven't really I printed feel it down. Either. Like he. <sighs> Look, we love the Conjuring universe. We love, you know, all those kind of things. But Jordan Peele has some original ideas and original takes. Yes. on, And that's what I appreciate. I, I was like, okay. like I like sci-fi. how you said that. Because we often are talking about like perspectives and stuff like that. But you're saying like original takes and his thought original process. takes. Like mm-hmm. totally can appreciate it. 100%. You guys, yeah. if you haven't seen Nope, you need to get your booties over to the yeah, theater. Yeah, go see it. because Support uh, it. Yeah. It I'm going to go a 80- second time. It has an 81% on Rotten Tomatoes, 9 out of 10, um, 78% people like the movie. Uh, it did really well its first uh, box office weekend. I'm sorry if I'm already slurring with this, like, little city. <laughs> 100 proof. Got me, girl. Um, but uh, I think that you you would really enjoy it and bring, I, you know, I love, that's why I went and saw Thor, Love, and Thunder twice. Like, first of all, right. I know it always I just that. haven't had a lot just, of movie like, time. I know it's hard. And but I enjoy it so. You know I do. We used to be those that family at midnight when a film came out. Yeah. yeah, you guys totally are. I would be once in a while, but I just felt like we still need to support these movies that took a huge hit during COVID and the pandemic, oh, yeah. you know, to go see. I mean, like why do you I, think we pushed to go see the tenant, you know, during the COVID thing? To me? I was like, are you wearing a mask? Are you gonna eat in theater? Are you gonna eat? And I was like, I'm seeing Christopher Nolan feels Like, we're doing <laughs> you this. Guys you guys know. are definitely dedicated. I'm more weary, but. Uh, but it's because when you find somebody that has this talent that you respond to and you want to support, you're going to. You, you, you do. And I. I can tell you we didn't even go somewhere local to see that film we drove well all the way when out you to are a fan of the directors mm-hmm. that's true you're gonna go see a christopher nolan film you're gonna see jordan peele i'm gonna go see the taiko ytd if i said his yeah name he's correctly. so amazing um that's why what also, we, we need to make it to a you need to PG go see event. love and you need to go see love and thunder by the way yeah. i don't know if you've watched the reservoir or um not res Reserv- you know what reservation, you. reservation dogs, dogs. yeah two, i'm like I such have a play on, play that. on season- to I haven't seen season one yet. Like, oh, I'm shoot. totally gotta ready gotta to like binge it. this. I'm just yeah. like so excited for him. So, yeah, I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I don't get a lot of TV. But time you gotta bodies. be. Um, I think people need to be open minded. Like you said, remember it's entertainment. Uh, some people are expecting to see. Uh, I don't want to say the greatness because I feel like Nope was great. Like I would give it an eight to a ten only because the the little two variants is just me not at first kind of um connecting all the dots if you will i don't know like i just you know it kind of jumped around a little bit and i was a little bit confused you know but you this movie makes you have to really think and process what happened yeah and i just with everything that we've seen on television right now um with the government being more open about talking about flying saucers and certain footage from the Navy pilots and different things. It, it, it's actually great timing that he's doing it now because people are wanting to have the conversations. The thing is, is like I said, what stings you is that you're like, yeah, oh, flying saucer, let's be curious. You and I have talked about going to Joshua Tree and, like, just, like, scoping things out. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. What if they're hostile? Oh, wait, what if, what if they you just want off- to eat us? <laughs> what if you bite off more than you can chew and get yeah. into a situation where, yeah. you know, you shouldn't be where you are, you know? By the way, um, I you you cannot mention Aliens without us mentioning Signs. That's my most favorite film ever. Signs was – So, if you guys, I think that's um, actually, actually one of my saved, favorite – we should actually do a review of that movie because it was just so brilliantly done. And Joaquin, I totally hated you after Gladiator and um, Signs. That, <laughs> <laughs> that brought you back. That brought you back. brought me back in. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. All right, sis. Well, um, what else? Uh, go see Nope. I just think I need just to see it one more time. Let it really settle in because you know that that whole ape scene really messed with me. Uh, outside of that, Jordan Peele continues to just be a brilliant mind and bring in a new thing to the table and i love it just the the new take that's what i really dig and um his originality of some an idea that has haunted civilization since um What's the kind? What's that? uh, Area 51. (laughs) Yeah, Area 51. (laughs) Yeah, all you Bob Lazar fans out there. Mm -hmm. Hey, by the way, I just want to put another um, shout out. And Samantha's exactly right. If you guys are not following Compton Cowboys on Instagram, get after it. They're like amazing. Amazing, Mm -hmm. amazing. Yes. Compton Cowboys all the way. All right. Well, cheers to Jordan one more time. Cheers, sis. Go to the movies, guys. It's fun. Okay. Okay. So I think it told me it stopped. So, you to give a shout want out to. We want to. I got some inspo. Yes. For August 20th, Ghost Town, Summer Spook Nights at the Chafee Garcia House. It's going down. And if you are a vendor who listens to us, Samantha and my niece Sophia are pulling good. out all the stops. For those Spook Award trophies. (laughs) Well, we're trying, but we definitely found some Nope inspiration. So hopefully we can execute some of our ideas that we have. But that's after seeing the movie, Nope, I I was really excited to spite the desert dirt. I I just love it. Horses and just everything. 100% sis. I love it. I love it. I love it. So by the way, uh, go see Nope. And we hope to see you guys at our August 20th show, Summer Summer Spook Nights, which is a ghost town thing. In Rancho Cucamonga. In Rancho Cucamonga and Graveyard Mafia, Cameron, he's helping us out with the decor. He has some amazing ideas. You are not going to want to miss it. And uh, we really play off each other's brain power very well. He tells me he has this and I'm like, well, what if we do... You know, so we have some really neat surprises happening. And then, of course, our boy, Mark Wood, he will be decorating uh, the barn and the tavern again. And, oh, my gosh, he has some really good ideas. So So we'll be posting a little bit about that behind the scenes for our Patreon members as well hasani back as dj no we will not have hasani back he has a family obligation so right now what i'm uh actually reached out to cindy lou um she's one of my graveyard mafia sisters and i think what i'm gonna do is invite certain people to create playlists and they basically we're gonna be playing spinning it uh, during certain sets, during certain hours of the show, before the live band comes at 7. So, Get some of that nope sound back yeah. like over there. And please give me a little new Lizzo. Love it. Okay, well, send me some songs, girl. <laughs> All right. All right. Love you, sis. Love you, too. Bye.